0: A not so popular opinion that I think needs to be discussed more is the cross-pollination of the HR tech space, the DE&I space, and legitimate execution rather than smoke and mirror. Let me explain. Because you are literally right now thinking, what the hell is this guy even talking about? (laughs) Um, I'll explain. When you, I believe, when you as an organization decide to, when you decided to adopt DEI, I I don't know if that was, um, I don't know if that was something that potentially came into effect, um, came into effect during the, during the uh, George Floyd moments. I don't know if that came into effect prior to that. Whenever you came into it, whenever DE and I came into effect for you as an organization, and I could be talking to a chief people officer right now, I could be talking to a head of DE and I right now, I could be talking to the CEO, I could be talking to the COO, I could be talking to a team leader. Um, whenever DE and I became important to you, there were certain there were certain macro standards and perspectives and values that you adhered to, and then there were certain. Then there were certain policies that may have been put in place, and 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 perspectives that you stood behind. And then at some point, you started actually doing something, whether that's financially, operationally, tactically. Um, And I've always been a fan of companies that really get to the root of the issue, right? I'll give you a couple of categories. I love it when companies decide to take DEI seriously from a job description perspective. I love how they decide to take DEI seriously from a talent acquisition and recruiting and the comms connected to recruiting perspective. I'll do a little plug with Engage. I like it when they're very conscious of it from a hiring perspective. Let me correct that because that's kind of like Engage. I like it when they focus within the, the cross pollination of DE&I from an from a, from a internal mobility perspective from a internal communications perspective. I'm a big fan of when companies decide to take DEI and say, "You know what? We're going to do everything in our power to bake this into the literal experience our employees have." Let me give you the opposite. I'm not a fan of when companies decide to say, "You know what? I'm just going to take and have mindstand and this product and that product and that product, and we're going to start to conduct these surveys and, and really track engagement and sentiment and other things, and we're going to have all these glitz and glamours, which is amazing. obviously. I love minds then, right? Um, I love what we do. I love what we are. But I'm not a fan of when D.ENI leaders utilize HR. tech directly in the DEI I space, as a mask as a smoke and mirror, as something they feel internal employees and recruiting, you know, recruits coming in should be excited about. Because I don't think that's true. I don't think it's a good idea to not have DE&I literally baked into how you fire and hire and promote a leader in your company. I'm not a fan of when you don't have when you don't have DE&I baked into how you are judging, judging and assessing Andrew versus Sarah, because the way that you've taught your trainers, your managers to think is that Andrew versus Sarah all have different individual tracks and paths. And even though though they may hold the same title inside of the organization, they, they are not the same person. There's literally things with when it comes to internal communications, career mapping, skill development that are just completely different than who they are, communication preferences. So I'm beginning to rant now. Here's the bottom line. I need, we need, Mindstand needs, companies, head of peoples, chief people officers, CEOs, COOs, listen to me for a second. I need you to do something for me. Just do something for us. I'm so proud and I'm so glad and I'm so happy as an African-American male. That has a strong African-American mother. And a strong African-American fiance and sister and, and aunts. And, and, you know, I am... Very happy that we are in a different stage of life today. But let's start actually having diversity, equity, and inclusion. And belonging. Let's allow that and have that to be something professionals can go home and have a conversation over a nice steak or a nice fish or Taco Tuesdays with the family They can talk about the culture, literally, not what they're paid, not the benefits, not the cool outings they had, but but they may come home and say, "You know what?" (laughs) A little bit of an interruption. My apologies. Let's get back to the show. My apologies. There had an alarm come in. Um. They might come home and say, you know what, I love this company because my boss has spent the last four Fridays co-creating an internal mobility career mapping plan for me that's going to take me from this position to do a flex in this position. And I told him about our situation with what the new car we're trying to get, the the new house we're trying, to, we're trying to get. And so there's a couple other things that I do that they'll compensate me for kind of in a completely different ancillary skill set. You know, I love podcasting and engineering podcasts behind the scenes. I can help with the new podcasts we're trying to start. And I just love how flexible and creative they're being with my career at this company. And then they go on with their family member to talk about this for 30 minutes. That is amazing. That is what we want to create in this world. So, as always, my name is AJ, VP of Partnerships here at Mindstand. And uh, as always, thank you for listening.